0: for joining in with me today i want to encourage us today to live this life to the fullest i mean that is a topic to carry for the rest of your life you may say well shelby don't you see what is happening in the world right now with this pandemic yes yes I, i i do but i'm still encouraging you to live this life to the fullest i could have termed this topic another way but i chose to use a phrase that you have probably heard a million times in your lifetime So much so that it might have become a cliche. But when I say live life to the full, I'm not talking about going on a vacation, acquiring as much wealth as you can, traveling the world, and so forth. Vacations are really nice. Traveling now and again to different places is also very cool. And having some wealth in this life to do the things that you may desire to do is okay. But if we look at the season we're in right now, We can all agree that those things are not so prevalent at the moment. The availability of jobs is not as great as before. We may want to go to certain places, but because of COVID restrictions, we may not be able to. There are different factors that are at play in our lives in this season, but I still encourage you today to live life to the full. I have been wanting to wish this season away. Wanting for God to change my circumstances. Wanting to, like David said in Psalms 55, verse 6, Oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, God lifts me up above all this. The isolation, the crisis, the lack of jobs, the distancing, the heartaches. Because God, I am tired. But the God I serve doesn't have to change our situation to make us better. Oh, I would only be happy if, we've all said that before, or at least thought it. But the God I serve, the God we serve, can make you happy in the midst of unhappy circumstances. I love the Apostle Paul in the Bible, because this man suffered a lot in his lifetime for the sake of spreading the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. When he wrote letters to the different churches to encourage them, he was in prison, in chains, Can you imagine being in that kind of situation, yet still being so okay that you can encourage a whole church? I mean, Paul, I think you're the one who needs encouragement. He kept his faith in Jesus Christ and continued to trust him even in the midst of awaiting his own death in prison. Beth Moore, in one of her Bible teaching lessons, said, Paul had nothing, yet he had everything. Let's think about it for a second. He was not only in prison, but he was also in chains. Imagine the darkness. Imagine the cold. Imagine the loneliness. For you to have such contentment and faith in a dire situation such as that, there must be some internal satisfaction that is beyond human ability. Philippians 4 verse 11 to 13 says, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. He said, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances. And I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. So it was something he had to learn It's not his human nature to be content in all things, especially since circumstances change and keep changing in this life. So he had to learn how to be content in all things. And he told us how. He said, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. He's saying, I can be content in all things through the strength that Jesus Christ keeps giving me. When you give Jesus your heart and your life, You can stand in the face of uncertainty, the unknown, and the difficulties, and say, Lord, things are not what I would want them to be, but I can continue rejoicing with the joy and peace that you provide. Psalm 16, verse 9 to 11 says, Therefore my heart is glad, and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful ones see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence." with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Psalms 43 verse 5 says, Why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And the famous Psalm 121 that many of you may know, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Our God is so faithful. There are so many promises we can read in the Bible that tell us the hope that we have been given in Jesus Christ. Paul said to the Ephesian church, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Ephesians 1 verse 18. What separates us from the world as Christians or as children of God is that we have an internal kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hebrews twelve verse twenty eight says, "Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe." The Bible tells us that Jesus is our rock, meaning He is sturdy. He can bear the weight. We can lean on Him. We put every burden on Him and trade it for His peace, His joy, and His rest. Nothing is too hard for God. Oh, how we need rest in this season! Oh, how we need joy! We have forgotten to laugh, to smile. At least I know I have. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So my listeners, we live life to the fullest by having our souls filled up with the presence of Jesus Christ Each and every day, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. Psalm 16, verse 2. I was just reflecting one night on the life that we have. And I don't know why, but this thought came to me. And I wrote it down. And I'll share it with you. I said, Shelby, every day you realize that you are awake, you need to live that day to your fullest because somebody else died and would have loved to have the opportunity you still have. Friends, your life matters. You're not just here to exist and breathe. God still has a purpose for your life, but you have to choose to trust in his goodness despite the circumstances. The Bible says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We receive all his promises into our lives by faith. I challenge you this week to open the Bible and Write down some of his promises and truly think about them. Say them out loud until you believe it. Ask God to give you more faith to receive his heavenly promises into your life. You can even Google promises of God in the Bible and it will show you hundreds of verses that you can look through. For we are hearers of God and coheres with Christ, as the Bible says. So everything God has, everything Jesus has, we get because of our faith in him and our personal relationship with him i mean think about that here is of god who is a heir, someone who receives an inheritance i mean we have an inheritance in christ the bible says for as many as received him meaning the son of god jesus christ he gave us the right god gave us god then gave us the right to become children of God. So, I mean, where is Where his children? Where is people? He doesn't forget about us. He doesn't neglect us. He doesn't just save us and then say, all right, live this life, figure it out. He's like, no, come on, come in my presence. I have some blessings for you. I have great things for you. I have a whole heaven to give you. I mean, Jesus is referred to as the blessed Lord because he is blessed. Every spiritual blessing is in Christ and we have access to it. I mean, you have full on access if you, if you have received him into your life, We have access. So if we seek him daily, we will find joy in his presence. In the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, Moses went up a mountain, Mount Sinai, to be in the presence of God. And when he came down, the Bible says his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. You know what that speaks of? The glory of the Lord showing all over him. Oh, my friend, you don't have to walk around with the discouragement, the fear, the worry, the depression. Look to the Lord in his presence. When persons see you and they say, why are you so joyful? Or how are you looking so peaceful? Or you're looking well. Deep down, you know that the joy of the Lord truly is your strength. There is something good on the inside showing up on the outside. Psalms 34 verse 5 says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Proverbs 4 verse 18 says, the path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter to the full light of day. There's a song that we've been singing in church recently, and it says, I have everything I need to make me happy. I have Jesus to show me the way. He saved me and gave me life eternal. And now I have everything. There's also another old song that says, Oh, the pure delight that a single hour I spend before thy throne. I mean my devotions are not always long. Sometimes it's just 30 minutes. Sometimes it may be an hour. But I mean, whatever the time is, it really fills up my soul. And so I start the day with the sense of assurance in my heart that Jesus is with me, that God is going to be with me throughout this day, that I laid my burdens before him of anything that I was worrying about, or I received forgiveness for anything that I know that I may have been wrong about, or I have received direction for the day by just saying, God, I need you to guide me. So I can start the day and know that, okay, God, we're going to do this day together. So as I go throughout the, this day, Lord, talk with me, my spirit, show up in the details of my life and walk with me. A relationship with God is not some fantasy. Jesus is so close and he wants to be very close to you. Jesus has so much to give you, so much joy, so much revelation of his kingdom, so much truth, so much love, so much peace, so much faith, so, so much that your mind cannot fathom it. There's so much to gain in Christ. And so I encourage you to look to Jesus for all your heart and your soul desires. For even though circumstances are hard and even though you wish things were different, deep down you know that it is your soul that is crying out to be filled with a peace and joy that not even the happiest and perfect of circumstances can give. A lyric from a song by All Sons and Daughters says, Our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. This is where my hope lies. This is where my soul sighs. I will always find my rest in you. I'm honored to have shared this word with you today. I think of the episodes I've shared so far, this one has blessed me the most because I personally have desperately needed it. I love that God confronts me on the word so that I can work it out in my own life before and even after I share a word. Look to the blessed Lord and remain blessed, my friends. You can smile again. You can laugh again. Till next time.